Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life podcast, an inspiring, empowering series where some of the world's cutting edge, mind, body, spirit, healers, coaches, and leaders are coming together to share with you their wisdom, their tools, really here to support you to move beyond your fears, your doubts, your limiting beliefs, helping you to heal pain, illness, and trauma. I am your host, Tanya Penny, Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Catalyst and Coach, and I am here because I'm devoted to helping you have that healthy body, peaceful mind, balanced life, so that you can fully live your passion, your purpose, with abundance and ultimate freedom. Today, we have the wisdom of Gabriel Spencer as we continue to dive into your divine desires. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Gabriel if you are new to her before we dive in. And of course, new this year is we are doing all of these beautiful, inspiring conversations live. And we'll be taking a few questions at the end. So if you are on the webcast, you can submit your questions and comments at the bottom of the screen. If you are on the phone with us today live, you can raise your hand by hitting star two. Everyone at this moment is muted, of course, except me and and Gabrielle. And um, yeah, if you get chosen, raise your hand to get chosen, we will go ahead and unmute you and have you receive um, guidance and whatever you're meant to receive here today. Okay, so Gabrielle is known as the practical spiritualist and catalyst of light for abundance training. She is here to help you clear your energy, shift you into your power, and dramatically raise your vibration. Gabrielle spent a good part of her life trying to be normal. Ooh, ooh. Who who doesn't try to be normal (laughs) and also to fit in and not be noticed? Although she resisted and was very stubborn, life circumstances pushed her to reclaim her ancient knowledge, multidimensional healing, and activation gifts and abilities. She is a facilitator of higher consciousness, so you can take part in the dramatic shift happening at the highest levels in the universe. This universal shift is the gateway to multiple possibilities and opportunities to create whole life abundance and reclaiming your self-mastery. She provides now-moment guidance 
for your quickest path to clearing out what is keeping you from reclaiming your own mastery of abundance and beyond. Hoo-wee. Welcome, Gabriel. Thank you. That's awesome. I'm really excited <laughs> to be here. I've been feeling the energy for today, like since this morning, just really building. And so I just know we're going to have a great time and sharing. It's going to be wonderful. Hmm. I feel the same way. Um, it's so, it's so exciting. I, you know, in a nutshell decided to switch the podcast to live this year and just the energy. I think this is the year where a lot of us, you know, we are meant to come together in more live type gatherings, whether it's virtual or if it's live in person, right? So I'm, I'm definitely feeling that energy. And as you said, when we first um, got on and we're kind of powwowing before our call today, um, that I felt like your sister, right? I felt like family. And I thought that was so cool. <laughs> I, every time I see your picture, it, I'm just like, wow, she, she's my sister. She could be my sister. We, it's just mm. amazing to me energetically too, besides the other lineage that we have in common, actually, as we talked about, um, it's amazing when you connect with somebody and you've never met them, but you just have that instant higher vibrational connection. You know, you've known each other long before mm. and many times and I I just love that because it reminds us that we are in it together. <laughs> no matter yes, what. And we're not alone. We're yeah, we're, we're not alone. <laughs> no, you're not alone and, and you're going to see each other more than once. Yeah, and, and even if your biological family doesn't feel like your family, I always joke that I always felt like I was adopted. Um, oh you know, maybe, maybe, I maybe I was, you know, maybe you know, no, I I'm just kidding. that. No, really? I'm with you. I used to say that to my mother, and she'd be like, Gabrielle, I assure you, I birthed you. Nobody forgets those things, and I had you for sure. And I, I just really always felt like I was adopted, and I really um, believe that. And then one day in my early journey when I was uh, getting into spirituality, I think it's Barbara Hanclaw who wrote in about the Pleiadians and in there, that was like one of her checklist items for if you're really um, from a higher vibrational place is you feel like you're adopted. And I was really it still sticks with me to this day. Yes. And that's all I remember about anything I've read from <laughs> what she had to say, because it totally resonated. Like, yes, I, I don't feel like I fit. And it made sense then for why I would reach out and seek people like me because right. you realize that it's okay. And, you know, I work with people, with my clients, and a lot of them start with that whole thing about family, like they feel rejected or not accepted. Oh, yeah. There's something wrong with them. And, and helping them to make this shift, that that was your vehicle uh, to come to get in. here. <laughs> yes. And, and I had somebody shared with me something one time because I was still struggling with it in my early thirties. And she said, they were your sandpaper to make sure you didn't get complacent and just accept the dogma. They made it so that you could not stay in that energetic vibration. Oh yeah, the contrast, really, right? We we grow yes. much, we we grow um, faster, or we grow more through contrast. So 
so having that, I love that metaphor, that sand, your family being sandpaper, because that's what mine felt like. That's what mine felt like growing up. And I was like, I don't, I'm not only not from this family, I am not from this planet. Like, I, I don't think I fit in here. Like the way these people are doing things, this is crazy. <laughs> well, and that's because, and that is, it's to continue to make us uh, adhere to our energetic contracts and what it is that we're meant to do here. I kind of mm. see like what we're meant to do here as, oh, it's it got many layers to it. Nothing is ever just one answer, by the way, right? We already know that. Right. It's like there's always, yeah. there's always much more that they don't actually tell you and you don't figure out until you're at a vibration to even understand what they're even saying. So <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Uh, that was, you know, one of my other ahas. I think back to when I first started um, attending spiritual journeys, and I remember uh, the the person that was on her journey, and I didn't understand, I don't know, probably 98% of anything she said. I just knew that I was supposed to be there, and mm. it wasn't for like 10 years, and then uh, I had already been working with clients and, you know, working on healing myself and And, you know, my own evolution, which we all know as we help others, we're helping our own evolution. So one day I had, I was, you know, connected to the other side and working with the person's higher self. And I said, well, how do I undo that? How do we help her release that? And I was given the understanding. And as soon as I did, it went click, click, click for something that she had said 10 years earlier that I just thought, yeah, whatever. And I then I actually had to go through a little bit of guilt, like, man, I made fun of that. Wow. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed Like to myself, right, um, in my own ignorance. So it's amazing to me how our vibration, when it does rise, we get even a new understanding of things that we thought we understood already. And it's just fascinating. It's just really or even things, me. Yeah, or even things that we, we didn't, <laughs> it's interesting, that we thought we understood but didn't, right, at all. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> I've had, you know, my spiritual mentor who I have now, um, he, like, I couldn't even, someone presented him to me a few years ago, and I could not stand listening to him. Like, I could listen mm-hmm. to him for maybe a minute or two, and then I was like, I, he's crazy. And I would, <laughs> I would turn it off. And now I'm like, oh, I wasn't ready yet. His vibration wasn't um, in alignment with mine, but it was, you know, it was a, a precursor, right, um, yeah. to get there. And, um, yeah, I love that. And I do want to make sure that we kind of, I feel like yes. moving into, we talked about the armpit. And this mm-hmm. goes along with the whole family being your sandpaper, um, right. that, that these Oh man, it's like how do we how do we present this? Um, anything that is an armpit in your life, like we called it an armpit, right? So a situation, right. an experience. It could be your childhood. Maybe um, I'm going to ask you to tell a little bit about your story in a minute. Your armpit experience, mm-hmm. but it's like these experiences that feel so not right. <laughs> that mm-hmm. feels so right. messy and <laughs> yeah, stinky and awful. And yeah, that, that our soul, and we're really going to be talking about our soul's desires today, and this fits in beautifully. Um, how does that, how is that connected? Why do we have these quote unquote 
armpit experiences and how are they a part of our soul's desires? Would love for you to speak on that and as okay. well as sharing a little bit of your story. All right, we'll see how it all comes out. It will come out oh, yeah. just as it's meant to. So absolutely back to that sandpaper uh, experience as we were talking in our existence here, we're here to basically reclaim our mastery. All of us are masters. And I look at it when I'm working on a person, what I have been shown is that we all have separation events. And it was reminded to me today, I was working on something and I was given this example a long time ago. And it was that uh, the metaphor of Adam and Eve and that Eve had a separation event that basically lowered her vibration and Adam's as well. And then they had to basically redeem themselves, redeem their own vibration, learning through uh, life lessons because they were uh, kicked out of um, wherever that place is called. <laughs> kicked out of um, the higher Eden. vibrational place. Eden, thank you. So that was the higher <laughs> vibrational place. And, and because of the separation event, her, you know, using her own judgment and understanding and, and et cetera to determine what she was going to do, that that lowered their vibration. And the thing is that as masters in multidimensional universes, things like that have happened to us as well. We have mm. um, been participants in something or some things, depending on how old your soul is, uh, that has caused you to be separated from the ultimate God source. And we have to come here in order to heal those separation events and reclaim the aspects of ourselves that we separated from when that trauma occurred. Okay. So we, I have a quick question. Yeah. So do we, we choose from my understanding or belief at this point, we do choose even those, those traumas mm-hmm. and those experiences, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about yeah. evolution. And and the other side, you know, I've said forever that there is no heal, there is no judgment in healing. And when we mm. hear things in our 3D minds, we judge, oh, my God, I was a bad person, or I don't want to uncover, like, like I've worked on people, and I think you too have, Tanya, where they they are – they've hidden something even from themselves. Like it, I'll see it sometimes in a safe or, you know, locked yeah. away behind many layers of walls. And, and the reason is that whatever had occurred was so traumatic and they're so ashamed. There's so much guilt. Yes. There's shame. You know, and yes. And they're not able to just get over it. Right. Because it was so, so traumatic. But the thing is that, in this time, when we are helping somebody to release something, first, you don't remember it. And you aren't that same, you're not in that same situation. The same players aren't there. You don't know all the nuances. I mean, think about any situation in your current life. I mean, there's so many things that are happening at once that created your mm. response, right? It's never yeah. just one thing. But when we hear about something that is being released from us, we don't 
remember that there might have been a hundred different things. You were probably between the rock and the hard place, and you only had that one choice. And so you had to go that way. And so that and you made the best choice. Yeah, you made the best choice you could in that moment and what was available to you. And that is the same thing that is what occurs in our current existence. You know, when you're at a lower vibration, this happens a lot, where you are between the rock and the hard place or the sandpaper place or the armpit place. It's all the same thing. And when you're at a lower vibration, you basically only have the two choices. You have the yuck choice or the yuckier choice. Neither one of them are good. <laughs> and that's something that we have a hard time wanting to believe, right? And it because we want to think to ourselves, No, I'm co-creating, but when you're at the frequency, and I commonly use uh, Dr. David Hawkins' scale of consciousness because most of us are familiar with it or you can easily look it up. So the frequencies of 0 to 200 are the fear-based frequencies. And when you are in that fear-based frequency, you know, we're up and down on them. They're not fixed, right? So we might be feeling depressed one day or sad one day. And yes, you're happy. And so you're going to go higher on the scale. But generally, we kind of move around in that zero to 200. And then, you know, above it too, at times. The point is that your free will is pretty locked in at those frequencies. Yeah, you have free will, but I kind of interpret it as you have free will to kind of screw things up for yourself. And that happens more well, than it, it doesn't happen. And collective consciousness, right? So the collective consciousness oh, yeah. is also um, kind of, you can say you have free will, but collective consciousness, which is a lot of fear-based shit, is mm-hmm. typically what is controlling your free will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all tied in. Your free will is not free. That's the point. And so it's when you begin raising your vibration and healing those multidimensional layers and the separation events and reclaiming the aspects of yourself that you raise your frequency to where then you're in alignment with divine free will, which that's when the Mm. evolution of the soul really takes off because not only do you reclaim the abilities and the gifts you already had, you're actually given even more gifts than you had. Like when I first started uh, really doing the healing work for myself and my clients, I would be like, oh, I can do that again. And that was truly the feeling within me, like, oh, it's back. And mm. then at some point it became, oh, my God, that is amazing that, that that's coming through. And it's a new thing that I know within my soul I haven't ever been able to do before. And so it's just really amazing, the journey. But you know, I didn't get here uh, easily. We all talk about the spiritual two by four, which goes or the dark night of the soul. Frequency. <laughs> right, dark night of the soul, you know, where you get your butt kicked and you're like, oh my God. And, you know, we, I have had this happen and I had it happen, you know, in like 10 year cycles and, you know, just like a business cycle in a 10 year cycle and my whole life would fall apart. So everything I'd worked so hard for would just boom, it's at my feet. And you're like, what? I've worked so hard. And, you know, I had it all. If everybody were to look at me from the outside, you'd be like, man, she's got the life. And I did. It wasn't that I was not grateful, 
but I wasn't actually fully embracing what I was here for. And, you know, I could have become super complacent in that life. So in the most recent 10-year cycle of that, uh, I had um, a really wonderful job. I was uh, I worked in mortgage banking and in secondary lending and working with investment bankers and, you know, really just had a great job. It used all my mental capacity, and I just really excelled at it. And uh, I was the number one um, moneymaker for my company in the country. And so I had the life. I had the million-dollar-plus home in Scottsdale, Arizona, Mm. two small babies, and, you know, great husband. And so we had everything that that you could, you know, theoretically want. And my husband and I were spiritual, and I share with everybody that – I very much compartmentalized spirituality separately from corporate and anything else that I was doing, not merged at all. So anybody in corporate had no idea this other aspect of myself. Mm. And I was very good with that, right? My whole thing is I just wanted to be normal. I just wanted to be you didn't want them to know about your weird, your weird spiritual side. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, and, and that was even before I was willing to open my gift. I mean, this is, right. I mean, I had an aversion all the way and I know where it comes from. It comes from being persecuted. You know, that I oh, tell yeah. people there's only so many times you can be burned at the stake, your eyes poked out, your ears cut off. And, you know, you can Hung. only have that. Yeah. Right. Stoned. Hung, I mean, all of it. I mean, raped because... Uh, I mean, it was one of my original, when I first agreed to healing, and I wouldn't even agree to healing. I had the opportunity many times for energetic healing in my 20s, and I kept refusing because I didn't want any of that. That's how strongly. I just wanted to do everything logically, thinking it through, putting a plan in place, getting all the pieces to come together. And so that's how Mm. I was proceeding in my life. And we all know that that takes a lot of energy and a lot of work and a lot can go wrong. And when it does go wrong, it like there's no bounce back. There's no like, oh, I know exactly what to do. Instead, it's like everything is wiped out. And so that is what happened in that uh, this last that last cycle, because the housing crisis came about. And no matter how amazing yeah. I was at my job, we all lost our jobs. Right, And there was no rebound. There was nothing you could do with your financial skills or anything you knew because the whole industry collapsed. And yeah. I look and I think to myself, I had, I had opportunities that came, but none of them worked. And this is the, the part where uh, we'll get to it in a little bit as to why that's important to know. But what happened for my husband and I was we went from, you know, bad to worse. So even though we were spiritual and totally believe in the the higher uh, information and the energies and all of that, it it didn't help us in that we weren't connected enough with it to turn to it, if that makes sense. Instead, we sort of went into a free fall. And Mm. over a period of years, of course, because nothing is quick when you're stubborn, um, and I, and I, that's oh, funny because I was just, because I was just thinking, oh, I get it. 
you know, she was being called to work on healing these things and, and opening to her gifts and all these things, but she was, a, she was fighting it. So of course, yes. you know, you're going to be redirected with a big shit storm. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it got bad. I mean, it got really bad. So we, you know, we're using our savings for like a year and a half and then our house went into foreclosure. And back then, mm-hmm. you know, our million plus house, our housing bill just to run, we we're on three quarters of uh, an acre of grass in Scottsdale, Arizona. So in the desert, we had three quarters of an acre of grass. And I can just tell you, now I look back and I'm thinking, what were we thinking? Uh, so our housing bill just to have electric and whatever was around 12 grand a month. So, oh my you- God. <laughs> <laughs> But back then, that wasn't even a drop in a bucket. That was like, it was no big deal. And that's the thing wow. that I'm saying is, you know, we were fine. Everything was good. We had, you know, money in the bank. And, and so, but that doesn't last a long time if there's nothing going in, right? And so our house yeah. went into foreclosure. And so uh, we really, um, you know, I was going through my own identity crisis. And so, you know, when we lose a job or you lose a marriage or you, you lose something, many of us your health. experience that, your health, right? You, yeah. you, you have a lot of issues that get triggered, right? Oh, yeah. And I oh, definitely yeah. did. I definitely did. And I really kept banging my head against the wall like, I am intelligent. I can do this. I have done it before. I can do it again. I just need the right opportunity. And, buddy, I just kept pounding that wall. And you know how frustrating that is, right? So finally, oh one day, yeah, I, thought, it's, I mean, it's it's <laughs> triggering all your um, just like on a side note, right? It's triggering all your I must not be good enough. I must not be doing it right. Um, just there's all of so that many crap things gets triggered, and then you have yeah. your family that is dependent on you, and you have all these stresses. I'm a failure. I'm a I'm failure. failure. How could this have happened to me? I mean, I've done everything right. I've done everything I was supposed to do, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> it's unfortunate that you get, that's the, that's the quagmire you get in. And you can imagine that you're at an, you know, kind of a negative frequency. You're not even at the zero to 200 at that point. You're like in the tar pit. <laughs> it's just, it's just awful. And you can't seem to, you know, get yourself out of it. And it just seems to keep sucking you in or sucking you down. And that is what mm. happened uh, for us. We ended up um, moving into a rental home because even though that was actually the um, the headline banner of it's time to leave the state. And my husband and I had known, and this is kind of the crappy part about having some ability, is that you are, we already knew that we only had five years left to stay in Arizona before this happened. Okay. And mm. if we had actually not gone into the, the crap of it all, we would have said, Oh my God, that's a five year mark. Hello. Time for us to move. And we time didn't. to go. Can you believe it? I know. Instead we went well, into, we can be, no, we can breathe. be pretty cute and ignorant and stubborn sometimes, even when we are oh very clearly getting our guidance. Yeah. Yes, exactly, because it's not fitting what you want or what you see. And we couldn't see any place that we wanted to go or anything that we really knew we wanted to do, and that kept us stuck. So in the next three and a half years, it didn't get better. Instead, it just kept getting worse. 
And so the short run of that three and a half years is that, um, I have to remember it, uh, in that, okay, I got pregnant at, uh, 40 and then, wow. uh, yes, that was a surprise. Uh, anyway, I got pregnant at 40 and my mother-in-law moved in with us shortly thereafter. <gasps> and oh then I, right, I gave birth to my son. I was 41. I gave birth to my son. And one month later, my husband, who was the breadwinner, uh, lost his job. He was laid off. And then four months after that, so my son was five months old and I had two small daughters. And so then, um, my husband was diagnosed with cancer and through this period, he just, Shit. I know. Right. And you think to yourself, I mean, really, it's, it's a, it's a, unbelievable the amount of crap that can come out when you're really, really not Stubborn. in the flow, right? When we're not yeah. in the flow and we were not. And so he, he, uh, totally, um, you know, regressed and went into himself and he became addicted to video games. And that's all, you know, his living and breathing and video games was about all you could ask from him. So it was a really incredibly hard time. And everybody can imagine that that brought us to the brink of divorce because it's a hateful time. No one is happy and you cannot really function. And that was really uh, the point is that we were not functioning in any sort of uh, high vibrational way, but the reckoning came right uh, where it's like, okay, I realized that I was being called on to step into my gifts to help my husband. And he was the oh, catalyst wow. to make me, yeah, to make me finally do it. And I tell everybody, you know, yes, I was told that uh, earlier, um, about a year and a half after I'd been laid off myself, I finally went to a spiritual psychic and asked her, you know, what's going on? Why can't I get anything to work, you know? And she looked at me and she's like, you're a healer. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that this lifetime. I don't want to do it. I don't want to <laughs> be a healer again. <laughs> no, I, that's what I said. Exactly. I was killed. Exactly. I don't want to do that again. Yeah, that's not I'm fun. Like, no, I'm, yeah, I just want to be normal. Okay. I just want to go back to corporate and make lots of money and, and be fine. Right. But this was not my gardener lifetime where you get to just kick back and observe life. So she looked at me and, you know, and I looked at her and that was the end of that. And I still wouldn't do it. So then all this stuff happened later and finally, you know, brought to my knees, I said, fine, I will do it for six months. If it doesn't work, I'm going back to corporate. And so that was more than 10 years ago. So wow. here we are, right? I, and your right, husband? I helped, well, I helped my husband. I worked on him energetically and started, you know, tapping back into my gifts without really even knowing what my gifts were, what I was asking for. I was just working through his higher self. And so for me, that's how it began by tapping into the higher selves of my clients, my husband. I learned so much because everybody's higher self has a lot of knowledge and access to knowledge. And so I was given access. And once I was given access to an ability or how to help somebody heal something, I was able to continue with it. It wasn't closed for me. 
And so that's well, how and I began. want everyone to take note, and I want everyone to take note of this because I think this is very common, and most people listening to this, whether it's live or to the replay, we oftentimes, like yourself, and I've had the same experience, like I didn't even know what I could do. And I couldn't even put a name to it, and I didn't. Mm -hmm. And and my ego would say, yeah, but you got to figure it out before you can do it. And it it was like, no, it's just going to happen, right? It's just going to, once you Mm -hmm. say yes, yes, it's going to unfold. And you don't even know what's going to come out of your mouth or your hands or whatever your gifts are. That's right. In fact, the less you think about it, the better. (laughs) Yes. I always found that. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's not about what we think it is. And, you know, I talk to everybody and say, look, you know, we can talk about the symptom, the problem, whatever it is, over and over. But every time without fail, when I connect with the person's higher self, when we're, you know, when the person's done, you know, talking about it, because you do need that too sometimes, not all the time in healing, you have to just be able to unload it. And that's, Share it. that's yeah. fine. Be acknowledged. Right? But Be acknowledged. Exactly. And just, you know, you just need to say it. And I encourage people, say it however you want to say it, as mean as you want to. It doesn't matter. Just, it just let it go because that's part of the let go process for some people and in some situations. Anyway, so when I get and I connect with the person's higher self, it never starts with whatever they thought the symptom was because the root of the issue is different than the symptom you're experiencing. There's some other trauma that has been created that this is an offshoot of it. And so it's all about finding uh, that, but you have to be at a vibration high enough to be able to release it. And of course, the older the soul, the deeper the hurt. So, <laughs> and the more, and, 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 and the more, this is, yeah, and I mean, from my understanding at this moment, which is always changing, but at this moment, it's like, yes, we've all had many past lives, um, some mm-hmm. of us more than others, and that what we tend to do is carry forward the trauma. If yeah. we don't heal it in that lifetime, we'll carry it forward to the next and the next and Absolutely. the next. And in this lifetime, I think many of us, which are, experiencing huge armpits, shit storms, dark nights, the soul, whatever you want to call it, that's happening, right? So that we can finally clear it in this lifetime and not have to carry it forward again. Yes, you're exactly, exactly. I, I try to explain it to people. I know that people use the onion, you know, peeling away the layers of the onion. And so we can talk about it in the same way. It's that, each layer comes with you from every lifetime. So it's paper thin and it's energetic and it comes with you. So when people say, even in their current life, they'll say, that broke my heart. It really did. Oh, it really did. It really broke that layer, this layer of your current lifetime. The problem is that as you go now, imagine if there's a tear in a layer in your heart from another lifetime. Well, the next layer is not going to lie flat and smooth and be perfectly connected to the layer previous because you have a tear in there and you might have some bumps and lumps, right? You might have some betrayal scar stuff tissue. You know, right. There's scar tissue. There's, there might be knives in there. I mean, there's been amazing things I've pulled out of people's multidimensional layers of their heart. So 
the the future layers cannot function the way they're meant to in perfect divine order. So you mm. do have to go and heal those multidimensional layers of your heart, your spirit, your emotional body, your mind, subconscious and conscious, and then working on your higher dimensional levels as well. And so that's the whole uh, point of working with a multidimensional healer is that it isn't so much about what you're experiencing in this lifetime because this is your mirror lifetime. It's mirroring back right. to you the things that you need triggered so they can be healed, which is just what you said. So, yeah, so they can come up, right? So we, so we can yes. see them. So we can see them. And, right. it, can, and it is our, and when we talk about desires, right, it's our soul's desire actually in this lifetime to have these experiences that will help us to see the stuff that wants and needs to be healed. Yes. Perfectly said. It's exactly right. That's what we're here for. And the beauty of it is that as you're healing that, you're also regaining who you really are and fully connecting from within all the heart, spirit, and higher mind. Then you're able to connect with the, the saying that we have all heard and may not fully understand what they're talking about, which is as above, so below. So you upgrade from your base programming of body, mind, spirit, that triangle, you, by healing and reconnecting within yourself, you upgrade that triangle to heart, spirit, and mind. And when you do that, it is able to merge perfectly with your higher self and your soul and your higher mind. And that is the higher vibration, and that is how you're able to create a higher vibrational baseline as a human in this existence and able to easily be in the energetic flow of abundance because we're meant to be abundant in every area of life. There's no one area like I described. I've already had lots of money, big house, car, right. blah, 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 blah. When people think abundance, they think money first. And it's like, okay, that's a part of it, but that is not all of it. It's not all of it. It's, it's not even a close. circle. Everybody, we need to remember that sacred geometry rules all. Okay, the circle is part of sacred geometry. The triangle, part of sacred geometry. And when you pull them together into the beautiful sacred geometries that we see. And this was a, a big aha moment I had about two or so years ago. Uh, in my office, I have this amazing uh, cosmic heart mandala that I stare at. It takes up a whole wall. It's, it's lovely. Mm. And then I have a picture of Atlantean times where they've got the Sriantra and they're all, it's, you know, beaming. It's amazing. I have a flower of life. Okay. I have everything and it's surrounding me <laughs> all over. And these, and to be honest, I thought they were beautiful art. I just resonated with them. And then after I got this download and I looked up and I was like, Oh my God, it's been staring me in the face this whole time. And I thought it was beautiful artwork. It actually, mm is who we are. We are sacred geometry. We are the matrix of geometry. And once we reconnect with that cosmic matrix, that is when we're in the flow. And everything comes, as long as you're in alignment 
and you're following your guidance and you're doing the things that you're meant to do. Because I assure you, when you get off path, you will know very quickly. Well, and it's <laughs> you will know that you're well, off yeah. path. Yeah, the, the universe, your cosmic team, whatever you want to call it, will try to redirect you. And oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because what happens is we often start to judge it. And like when we get guidance, even, we, we might judge it, right? We might judge it, fear it, um, and want to run away from it. Um, guidance, sometimes following your guidance, right, doesn't mean it's going to look pretty or easy. I think that's a really common belief, um, especially in our consciousness, new age, spiritual, is that, you know, when you follow your guidance, it's going to be all rainbows and unicorns. And that's not <laughs> true. Right. right. And as we were talking before we got started, that's what I was sharing with you. So after <laughs> three and a half years of being in, you know, utter hell, truly, um, it just, I just realized that's it. I'm done. And I said to my husband, okay, you can choose to either pull yourself together and live or I will step aside and be with our children and you're free to do whatever, whether that's you, you know, figure it out or you check out whatever it is, because at this point you have to make a choice. And this is the thing about what we do here. It's making choices. And when you're at a low vibration, they aren't the best choices as we've already said. They're, right. you know, they're the, cult, they're the fear consciousness. Right. And so yeah. it's really realizing I knew within myself that our contract together for this life and it has nothing to do with being married, that our contract wasn't up, but I had to be willing to let it go because I, you can't save somebody else. They yeah, have they've to, got to be willing. They've, they've got to do their right. half of the quote unquote contract or soul agreement. That's you right. can't do it exactly. for them. <laughs> right. And it works the same for everyone on here who works with clients. That was one, yes. because I had that situation with my husband, it made it a lot easier for me to understand it when I work with clients that they have to do their part. I am here to be a catalyst and to provide them the frequencies and the method to connect with those higher vibrations, but they have to still listen to the audio, do the work and keep it in their vibration and keep their vibration high because, you know, going right back to your old habits, everybody will tell you is just going to bring you right back. It might take a day or three or five, but it will eventually drain the energy that you just worked so hard to have. And that was what mm. was happening uh, in our own situation. And so Basically, though, it was our come-to-Jesus moment, and we decided, okay, we had no opportunities where we were living. And this is the point of uh, when people can know if you're on your path or you're not in alignment with your path, it's that you bang your head against the wall. You keep, you keep pursuing what you think could be an opportunity, but nothing pans out. The energy is dead. There's nothing there. It doesn't matter how hard you push try, do more, whatever, Drive. it's not happening. <laughs> right. I, I tell everybody now, the way you know you're in a lower vibrational frequency is when you're saying to yourself, I have to do more or try harder. 
<laughs> oh, man. And I bet you no one listening to this ever right. falls into that. <laughs> I know, right? Myself and included. I'm a, rec- I'm a recovering um, superwoman or, you know, some of you are supermen. Yeah, recovering so. doer. Yeah. You're a recovering yeah. doer. Exactly. And, and that's why I think that's so appropriate to tell everybody because you don't realize yourself what you're even saying to yourself. You don't realize that by saying those things and believing that, you're actually trapping yourself in that lower vibrational frequency and out of alignment with where you're really supposed to be. And so like your, when you hear this, mm-hmm. I just want to add, right? I just want to add like the tide into our desires, right? So what was happening with you was your ego, right? Your ego desires were saying, no, I want to stay in Phoenix and I want to make it happen. And I, you know, blah, I blah, can blah, blah. make it happen. I can. I'm going to, right? I'm going to make it happen. (laughs) That do or die, I'm going to kill myself trying to do it part. Right. And that's absolutely like, yes, I totally uh, believed all of that. But it finally came to a point, and, you know, it's because I was so hell-bent on I can do this with my mind. I can, I can figure it out. I know I can figure it out. I can get, if I can get this to happen, then I can get that to happen, you know, and all of this. And so, yeah, it didn't, it didn't the soul, the work out as I The will always win. <laughs> it will, no matter how hard you fight against it, because you're contracted to be here to, to regain your mastery. That is unequivocally, mm. all of us have that energetic contract it is what we're here to do to heal ourselves. So we regain who we really are so we can step into our mastery at the same time serve the people around us and those that we're meant to assist to do the same thing. And then at the same time, you create a whole new higher vibrational for all mass consciousness. So you're like serving on many levels just by reclaiming who you are. It's amazing how that works. It's a circle. It's a great circle. So we're all, because we're all connect because we're all connected, right? So when you're when you're yeah. doing that, when you're doing your quote unquote part, it's actually whether it looks like it or not, it's helping others to to do and be in theirs. Um, you're co-creating, yes, with everybody. Yeah. So I but, want to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Gabriel. No, I was just going to say exactly that we're all co-creating the energy in which we live and helping each of us get into alignment with higher vibrational energy, it changes mm-hmm. for everybody their ability to create for themselves. It's, it's one is not separate from the other. No, it, it can't be unless you try to fight it. <laughs> and even then you're going to get, mm-hmm. you're going to get redirected. So um, oh, we're yeah. going to take, I just want to just let everybody know there are some hands raised already that um, okay. we are going to take in a minute or two. I have another question to ask Gabriel before we, we go into questions. But if you're on the phone, you can raise your hand, star two. And if you're on the webcast, you can submit your questions at the bottom of the screen, preferably with your first name. And, um, yeah, so my question before we go, in, go into more questions of people that are, are with us today Oh man, I know my question just flew out, but I know it'll it'll come back in. I'm guessing. Um, hmm, interesting. Maybe we're to go to a question first. <laughs> All right. <laughs> my question just went whoop, whoop right out. It'll um, come back. 
It will. It, it, it always does. Um, I know it has something to do with ego versus soul desire, but let's go ahead. Oh, my. Um, that's my favorite. You're talking about free will, that lower vibrational free will versus yeah. the higher aligned uh, free will that happens when your vibration is high enough. And the ego, you know, I've had people say to me, well, I'm working on um, uh, my ego. And the thing that I have learned by working with uh, higher selves is that when when we talk about that base programming, you have your body, mind, and spirit, your mind is in charge of your base survival needs. It keeps you from danger. It uh, helps you to have food, clothing, love, and your basic necessities met, and it's in control. That's its programming. That's its job. And as you heal your heart, your spirit, and then your mind, it's because your heart and your spirit, when they are healed and in alignment with one another, I always see it energetically like they're able to then wrestle the mind into that triangle piece that it needs to have. And so that they then all three work in concert with one another. And when that happens, ego is not quite the stickler that it is where you might be currently because uh, it is in alignment with your heart and your spirit, which knows the higher vibration and where you're supposed to be and connecting to the other side. So it's kind of like the ego doesn't run amok, not because you're trying to keep it under control. It just isn't. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And because really, like you said, it's it's meant to keep us safe, but it's not meant to be the driver. Yeah. Right. It's 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 meant the heart, the soul, whatever you want to call it, is is meant to be In the charge. driver, the leader, the leader, mm-hmm. and then the ego, the mind, is meant to oh, okay, this is what you want. Okay, let me let me go ahead and and take the actions and figure out how to follow yes. through with that. That's perfect. That's exactly right. The mind is then the action taker. Once it's gotten its driving directions from your soul and your higher self through to your heart. So, yes, perfectly said. Hmm. With that, are you ready for um, a question on the phone? Oh, I'm ready. Sure. Awesome. And just so everybody knows when you're asking questions, um, is there any guidelines, Gabriel? I know sometimes people have guidelines for questions, like things that, would be, you know, um, if you want to call them tips for asking you questions. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. Just give me your first name. Each person. I just need their first name. And, of course, they can tell me their question, and we'll just yeah. go from there. Awesome. So I am unmuting um, from Bellevue, Washington. Hello, Bellevue, Washington, or maybe just a phone number from there. Hi. I think this is me. Hi. Well, yeah, all right, it is. And, yeah. Hi. And what's your first? What's your first name? <laughs> How amazing. Um, well, my first initial is K. Awesome. And um, I heard you on Monsef of Kier's, um show about a month mm-hmm. ago, I think. And you have you cleared a woman who with the same initial as mine of a curse from a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> and I everything, you, 
Yeah, and everything you said about it, it really resonated with me. And I asked if I had been cleared too, and um, in the webcast, uh, mm-hmm. and and in. I think the consensus was yes. And I really did feel an incredible lightning, like like something had been lifted. And um, I just wanted to talk to you after that happened. I wanted to talk to you and have you read me. She had the same initial as mine, yeah. Anyway. That's wonderful. Thank you for letting us know. I mean, it's always awesome to hear that people feel the energy and have had, you know, release in their life and a new lightness. It's just really, it's what makes my heart sing. It's what makes me continue on, right? It's the Mm -hmm. fuel that keeps me going. Uh, So it's wonderful. Um, When we work energetically, one of my gifts is that just speaking the higher vibrational beings, which is what I call my team on the other side because they are from many dimensions. Um, They are healing, providing healing, energy clearing, keys, codes, activations for each person just as you're listening. So it's going to be Mm -hmm. what your higher self deems what's in your best. So when we do a specific healing clearing, I always invite everybody's higher self to participate because as I said earlier, the higher selves know what you actually really need to work on. And it's amazing because they also know the fastest way to help us get where we need to be. And that's what we all want anyway. So I asked if you had additional curses. The answer was no, but you do have something that they're showing me. And it looks like a sphere, like through just under your, where is that? It's in a very weird spot and going in as if um, you were, I don't know how to describe it. It's as if you were, had been turning when it was like maybe you were trying to escape it, but it went in through the side at a very bizarre angle. So we're going to work to help you release that. I'll bet you'll be able to breathe a bit better. Gabriel, Everybody. I just heard something weird, the xiphoid process. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. The bifoid process? Xiphoid, yeah. like with a, that's, an X? That's, uh, that's, I'm pretty okay. sure that's, that's the place that's right in between the, um, the ribs at the very, very bottom of the ribs. There's a, <laughs> there's a tender point. Oh, how funny. The xiphoid. Look at that. That is what I love about the higher selves, man. They are just, they know everything and you hear stuff and you're like, I don't even know what that is. And then when I Google it, I'm like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. And I told everybody, you know, I, uh, I'm not a big reader on any of uh, metaphysical stuff because I want to be a clean slate. So whatever comes through, Mm. it's not because it's, um, any of my understanding. It just comes from, your higher self. So we're going to work on this for you because it's actually making me want to throw up now as we're talking, okay. which is fine. I won't throw up. Don't worry. It never <laughs> happens. Like I can, I can feel it moving. I mean, they're working even as we're talking. So wow. it's moving from your uh, diaphragm area and it's like heading up and it's like right under my heart chakra and, and it's moving, moving and, and it's going to be 
out the lessons that you need to learn from that experience was that um, danger, a real fear of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Because in that Mm. particular instance, that was your issue. Uh, But even more so, uh, it was that um, I, I feel like it's a truth issue about not speaking your truth. It's about uh, following truth for you. Mm. And your perception of that is um, has suffered and you don't really trust perhaps your understanding of truth and the only guidance that I hear here is just as uh, Tanya and I have said this whole time, we can only understand what we can understand in the moment and it's based on our vibration. And so you have to give yourself a path. It's like forgive yourself for, you know, not having that, uh, that omnipotence to know everything. <laughs> So that's, wow. <laughs> that's we went yeah, really that's deep. True. That's real true. <laughs> I have some yeah. some really really uh, horrendous things have happened because I didn't know what I was in. I didn't know mm-hmm. that I was you know neck deep in mm-hmm. in something that I did not understand <laughs> at all. <laughs> And, you know, trying to operate. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can understand this. So just breathe it out and let it go. It's moving through. And even when we're done, it will continue because uh, what they're facilitating for you is many layers deep. And that uh, sphere, that sphere was only just sort of um, holding it in there so that it couldn't be released. So that's why, you know, we started there. But that piece will continue to move for you. I feel like you're going to have to give yourself uh, a little bit of uh, some rest time today. Okay. Just allow it to work through, okay? And, and Gabriel, may I add something? Sure. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, right? Because I, it's almost like this had to, for it to be released, The she had to hear why it was there in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that lesson or that, that guidance. And I kept hearing, like, you, this was a lesson in trusting yourself. And mm-hmm. and the thing, whatever it was in the past that happened, like, you you knew that you you probably should leave or not be there, but you didn't follow that guidance and you stayed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. That's so... Yeah, Gabriel, that's so awesome. It was. It wow. is trying, awesome. Trying to find out guidance from the outside instead of listening yeah. to my gut, which I hadn't, you know, hadn't learned how to. Well, or to and trust. you have to. Yes, it's the trust thing, and it's trusting your perception of that truth that you're being given. You know, uh, yeah. Tanya and I had talked about it a little bit before, and it's that. You know, a lot of times we we don't want to follow what it is because it doesn't look like what we want it to look like. And we don't think we're going to get the outcome 
that we want to come and you think to yourself, no, I don't want to do that because I want to be able to do this and I want it to look like this. And, you know, my whole story is that unfortunate cycle over and over until finally you just go, okay, I'm going to follow. And even with that, I tell everybody, even with that, I gave limitations. I was like, yeah, I'll do it for six months. Then I'm going back <laughs> because I, that's all I could handle at the time. And so right. your process is your process. The more energy work you do, the faster you'll move through it because really I would now I think back, well, gosh, I wish, geez, I wish blah, blah, blah. Well, we're at a place now energetically where we're able to move through these things a lot faster and, and go yeah. you know, so deep, just like we just did with you. So much more because of where we are in the cycle, in the divine cycle. And so you're at a great time to just shed as much as you can. Okay? A great mind, too. Can you still hear me? Oh, my gosh. Karen? I'm sorry. Hi. Okay. Hi, sorry, someone was calling. Can you still hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you okay. have anything to add, sweetie? Or, oh, um, I, yes, I actually, I, I really, um, I'm grateful, 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 grateful. I'm so glad I got to talk to you. Um, hmm. I wanted to ask if this clearing on me is going to help my son, Joe. Oh, I didn't actually mean to say, but uh, Don't worry. my son, <laughs> yeah, my son um, who is in terrible terrible emotional distress which I felt you know came from the family lineage or he's in a terrible place um and I'm 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 hoping oh just any okay information so what I'm I can do tell you time. what I tell every mother <laughs> so <laughs> because as you know I'm a mom too um so what you do is you, um, I'm sure by now you've gotten my free MP3s, and I know that we're offering one through this program as well. So you roll your eyes up, as I teach you to do, and you see the light from your heart going directly from your heart to the heart of your son. Surround him in this. I am getting goosebumps now because the thing that he needs the most is uh, the food from the light. He's um, withered and not thriving. And that's an energetic thing where he's um, getting goosebumps all over. So the first place to start is feeding him that energy. Okay? Okay. All right. It's, it's mm. going to be fine. Just send the love. It's not... It's not um, uh, this is not a failure. He has his own journey and the best that you can do for him and for every mother and father who are listening is send this light from your heart. It's, you know, universal source light and your heart is the portal for it. So sending it through your heart to theirs is unbelievably powerful. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome, thank sweetheart. You. Thank you, Kay. Wow. So I think that's so interesting, Gabriel, that uh, that I even felt guided to say, was there something else? Because I think you just, what you just added 
mm-hmm. <laughs> about the mother piece. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of mothers listening, and and this goes for fathers too. Mm-hmm. But that was really powerful because as parents, I'm, I'm not a mother except to my clients and my fur babies. But um, but that so many mothers, mine included, still feels like this guilt over past things or that she should have done different mm-hmm. or should have done better. And mm-hmm. I think what you added there um, to help with that is, is, is really big and very helpful. It is so amazing. The mother's love, the father's love. I can totally Whether they showed it or not. <laughs> well, no, you know what? I, I, I'm going to go back to the sandpaper. You know, my family was my sandpaper. Because here's the thing. They did provide for me what I needed so I could in, yeah. embrace my own journey and do what I came here to do. And and that doesn't mean that I make uh, the life for my kids absolutely perfect because there is this is the third dimension people it's a lower vibrational dimension it is not nirvana period end of story it's not what we're here it's for. not going to look we're, perfect no and, it, and <laughs> it's not going right. to feel and perfect even, and my perception of perfect is not going to be the perception of my children either no. um you know and with our children we also have the opportunity to grow and evolve. And part of it is just like I said, you know, with my clients and with my husband, I realize even now, I mean, my children are 14, 12, and 7. And, you know, so we're we're in the terrible teens. And what's fascinating to me is realizing that my job is to send them love. That's my job. And what they choose to do with that, that's their free will choice. And I will do all the energetics that I can to love them. And then they have their path. And what they need to experience, they will bring to themselves because it's to get them on their path. And, you and know, it's their been soul really, wanted them to yeah, learn and, and exactly. um, yeah, all the and experiences. Evolve and heal. Yes. yes, they have yes. their own too, just like we did. And so when you have so controlling parents, hear this. <laughs> yes, because exactly. I mean, it's like this is such a hard thing for people to understand because we all want to do better. But again, remember, do is right there. I have to do And we don't more, want them to make, harder. and we don't want, and parents don't want their children to make the quote unquote same mistakes they did. And the truth is, if someone's meant to have an experience, you will not be able to stop that, no matter what you do. No, that's right. The best thing that we can do is send them the higher vibrational love so they can move through it with the least damage and as quickly as possible. That's my motto. Mm. Uh, that, you know, we're going to provide them that energetic love, that higher source energy, so they can learn the lesson as quickly as possible, heal it, and move through it. And I can tell you that this will relieve everybody's guilt because that's what your job is, but just nobody tells you. Unconditional love and acceptance is like, mm-hmm. that is the job of a parent, really. That's really that's the only it. job. And to keep them safe up to a certain point. But Well, wow, you know wow, right. yeah. 
yes. Yes. But the higher energetic work, because a lot of my clients have older children and you think to yourself, oh my God, I, I need to save them from themselves. So this is the best way, but it works for, you know, all of our children, no matter the age. Mm. Yeah, no matter the age. So um, I see that we're kind of at our time, but I was wondering, okay. do you feel guided to take one more question? Oh, let's do it. We're having so much fun. I know. I feel guided. Like I to love, do one more I at love least. it. All right, let's do it. Yeah, let's see here. Let me tap in. Huh, I'm I'm feeling a webcast. What, are you open to that, Gabriel? Sure. Um, PJ says, I have pain in my hip on the left side. Could Gabriel check to see if there is a spiritual weapon causing this pain? We can't find any physical cause. Thank you. Yeah, there's a battle axe in there. Wow, we've got a lot of battle-weary people here. <laughs> It's <laughs> fascinating. All right, so let's see. I see it split like right down the hip bone at the joint, lodged right in there. So, TJ, we're TJ. going to just mm-hmm. uh, work to pull that out so that healing can occur. It doesn't mean it will necessarily be instantaneously healed, but it will keep it, you know, when you think to yourself, I've done everything, why isn't it healing? And the answer is uh, because it can't mend itself uh, with that energetic in there. So here we go. This has to do with actually, again, some forgiveness stuff happening. I'd be really interested to know if this person is, um, I hear the word a pacifist, as in not wanting any discord in their life. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it feels like that's a part of what they thought they learned, which brings me to say many times when we have had a trauma happen, you think to yourself, I will never do that again. Just like I was never going to be a healer again so that I don't have to be persecuted or made fun of, right? That's the Mm. obvious answer. You just don't do that activity again. And so for everybody, that is not what they mean. That's not what the higher vibrational beings mean when they say, learn your lessons. It's not about not doing it again. It's about healing what's happened so that you can evolve. And that's it. It's super, super simple. So for TJ and everybody else, we're going to even release our beliefs about what it is we were meant to learn and allow instead and invite the higher vibrational lesson that we were meant to learn and to forgive ourselves for all that happened. And I call it um, for being influenced, affected, or impacted by people around us, our own thoughts and beliefs, and to forgive God for its occurrence and to ask forgiveness on all levels for yourself from all those who are also involved. 
And I now just see that axiom, it just broke out. It just broke off, which is fascinating. Usually it just dissolves, but it actually like broke right in half. Right. So we ask now that that hip be mended. I don't actually ever add anything like that, so it's an interesting request. That it be mended in the physical, etheric, energetic, and spiritual realms for you. And for anybody else who is suffering from a physical ailment to receive all that they need to heal in the physical, etheric, energetic, and spiritual levels and layers. All right. Hmm. Yeah, we've got some big, deep stuff happening today, which is wonderful. Well, and it's interesting, Gabriel, because as Kay said earlier, um, you know, she had heard you speak on another, you know, another thing like this and and do a clearing uh, for somebody and that she felt affected by it. And I feel the same is happening with, with everything that's going on today. It's like whoever had something similar to that, that that is also beginning to release or heal or clear out for that person as well. Um, including, yeah. I can feel it for me. I can, I can feel including for me. Um, so that's super interesting. He, energy is amazing. I mean, I, I tell everybody I spend a lot of time in awe just because it never ceases to amaze me. It's limitless. Energy is limitless. And it really matters only that the person is willing and, you know, not actively resisting with their mind, especially. Yes, you're (laughs) willing to receive and are willing to allow it to leave. And, you know, you don't need it anymore. And all that is together. And it just, when we're in a group like this anyway, everybody's energy, you know, we've all by agreement come to listen and to participate. And even though Tanya and I are the ones talking, you know, we have a whole slew of energetic beings on the other side that are assisting. I mean, I can see them working on the whole group. And so it's a, just an amazing process that is limitless. And the more that you take part, the more you will and the faster you will evolve and, you know, begin that reclamation process for yourself. And I think for a lot of people, I just want to add, too, it's even believing that it's possible that mm-hmm. by, you know, I've, I've heard and you said it today as well, that just by speaking and even more powerful since we're both coming together and speaking um, mm-hmm. Just by hearing our words and our vibration, whether you are live or listening to the replay, because I know some people think, oh, I'm listening to the replay, so I didn't get it. No, that's oh, not no. true. Right. Um, you, right. You're getting it just as much if you are open to receiving it and believe in it. Right. I think those are the only two things that really need to be to be happening in order for you, um, yeah, to, to for the healing to occur. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. It's, it's really actually very simple. It's not that complicated. And I think that no. we tend to make it more complicated and it doesn't, it's not, it just isn't. And it is about putting yourself in the position uh, where there is higher vibrational energy and that's what's important, especially as you're beginning uh, your journey or in the middle of it or you've done, you know, 30 years of it. It's being around higher vibrational energy because that will continue to assist you. Energy doesn't go away. It's just what are you tapping into? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this process, like I said, it's fun. I, I think to myself, I wish I had better words than fun and amazing, but it truly <laughs> is fulfilling on a level that is hard to explain if you haven't experienced it, but it makes everything just so much better, even when things are tough or you hit a slump or something, you know, your child does something and you're like, Ah, well, you know, what <laughs> happens is you don't slide down as far as you would have in the past. You don't go into that complete tar pit. You're able to maintain a vibrational level. And it's amazing because you're given guidance about even how, how and what you do need to do because there's still action. There is. But when you're in alignment, it's not the same as when you're out of alignment and you're doing. It doesn't drain you. It doesn't exhaust you. It doesn't stress you out. The action mm. is completely different than when you were at a lower vibration and you're trying to push, pull, you know, prod, all those things. I mean, that's when it's draining, it's exhausting. So it's just your decision to move forward and to surround yourself with higher vibrational people and teachings and you know, whatever it is, and your willingness. Yeah, and if you're in a big armpit right now, um, yeah. <laughs> or a shitstorm, just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel, and you may be, you may be there because either you were just, you know, it was meant to be that big, or you've been stubborn, as Gabriel said before, and That's so right. you keep getting a little bit wow. the dials turning up, right? The dials turning mm -hmm. up on on your storm because. Um, you're not you're not listening to your guidance. Ooh, right. So with that, Gabriel, I'd love for you to share a little bit about your free gift for us today, Unlock and Unleash Your Abundance. I love this free gift because it is all about alignment with your higher self, that when you are in alignment with your higher self, you are able to move into that abundance energy. And that is what this MP3 is all about. It's not very long. I think it might be less than 12 minutes. Uh, it's to connect you with your higher self and to help you release the blocks and things that are keeping you from being in alignment with your higher self. And then, of course, in alignment with your divine abundance. Mm, beautiful. So everything we've talked about today. Yeah, like, absolutely. So Yes. Perfect for this for this conversation and this topic. So in order to receive Gabriel's beautiful gift and to unleash, unlock and unleash your abundance, you can, if you're on the webcast right now, there is a 
big button at the bottom of the screen, which Ooh, you can nice. just hit, and that'll take you to um, her free gift. And uh, I will give you a that. shorter address, Tanya. Oh. I think you have GabrielleSpencer.com forward slash unlock, right? Um, Is that I the one do. you have, or do you have a shorter I, one? I, no, no, I got so that I one, but they you. don't have to. Um, actually, what the best way to do it is the button at the bottom of the screen, or there is also um, a link that will be under this interview on okay. the replay page. Um, that's the other best way to access this. Um, I just don't want to confuse people, Gabriel, because people will be coming yep. to this later in, in iTunes and Podbean. Um, so the other way to access if you're on the phone um, you, or on Podbean, on Podbean or iTunes is to go to tanyapenny.com and just click on podcast. It's it's on the top of the of the page and it'll take you to all the amazing conversations including ours today with Gabriel um, and her free gift. So you can access the replays there because I've had some people actually asking, can I get the replay of this? Yes. (laughs) That that is how you receive that. You just Go to tanyapenny.com, click on podcast, and you'll get all of the amazing replays, including this one, um, all the amazing free gifts, including Gabrielle's. And um, if you haven't yet, my free gift, um, actually have two of them, the Divine You, which is a new free gift. Um, and there is a, a live virtual class with that, a guided meditation practice, the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Starter Kit. And um, yeah, make sure you guys, you know, go and get, go and get all the goodies. Um, mm-hmm. There's so much good stuff, you know, there's so much good stuff. And, and quite honestly, this stuff is, is worth a lot and um, <laughs> it's valuable. So even though it says free, it doesn't mean not valuable. Um, I'm, I'm kind of well, even getting I, away from the, the word free, you know. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I recently said in another uh, interview I've done, I said, you know, I don't put in less in my free stuff than I would in one of my no. programs. I mean, I'm still doing exactly what I would do for, you know, my program, my paid program stuff. It's all in there and you can, it's all about your higher self assisting you, like we said, and showing up and listening and, and listening as often as you can, because even though you go in thinking that there's something you want to work on specifically, your higher self just needs your permission to assist you and you have the consciousness to ask. That's what's important. So all of our gifts, yours included, Tanya, I mean, we put our whole being in them because yes. we want you, we want you to have a higher vibration and to live your life purpose and your abundance and be a co-creator because the more of us that do it, the easier it is, not only for us, but everybody who comes after us. And oh, since we're not separate, yeah. right, since we're not separate and we're all connected, it's you know, trust me, it's in our best interest to help as many people to get on, on the, the planet. planet. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, because just because the, the age of doing it alone is exhausting and done with. And, um, yeah, so we just we want to well, help as many people as possible. Time, um, yeah. The time is now. We didn't talk about it, Tanya, but everybody has to know that the energies are crazy for a reason. Okay, it's, you know, that separation of the wheat from the chaff time. And Mm. you, each person, in order not to be buried by this energy, you have to rise or you will go under. 
you will go under the energy and you'll, you know, go, you'll sink basically to the lower vibration. It's like, I see it energetically. Like there's no middle anymore that it's like, there's this huge opening and it's where people will make that choice. If they're going to not do anything and step into their empowerment or they will step into their empowerment. And with the energies that are available, if you are stepping into your empowerment, things are going to move so fast for you. And just it's just incredible the momentum that is with you to help you with that at this time where we are in the energetic cycle. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking about last year. I went through a, a huge shitstorm and, um, and really opened to it and allowed it to happen and mm-hmm. got through it much faster than I did That's my right. MS shitstorm, shit right? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, 2018, it's really like I'm going to be non-PC here, but it's time to shit or get off the pot. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. let's do this. Like, let's, it's time to do this, um, you guys, and it is your choice. And I know many of you, of course, are here listening because you are choosing it. So yay for you. And um, you are supported in doing it. I just want to add by all our higher levels, higher beings, whatever you want to call it. They are like rooting for us. They are cheering for you. And Mm -hmm. they really do want you to to rise up and um, and evolve. So. Oh, Gabriel, thank you so much for this amazing conversation. And I knew it would be. (laughs) Me too. I I told you. I really felt it. I had to even do some grounding before we got on the phone, which is not normal for me. (laughs) So I was like, Mm. okay, breathe. But I knew it was going to be lovely. And I thank you for, you know, allowing me to be here today because I just really... Uh, feel it in my heart. Just really love the connection. And I appreciate everybody who's listening because it just, it brings me so much hope and happiness, really. So thank you. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. And, and as always, feel free to pass it on. If you think somebody else, um, you know, might be open to listening to this conversation today, by all means, share it. Um, you know, again, it's just we're all connected and we're all helping. We're all in this together. So the more that we can can share um, just everything that happened in today's conversation and all the amazing conversations I've had with amazing um, coaches and healers and, and leaders, it's just so important, I think, at this time. And um, <laughs> I always like to say, because uh, I have so many clients that are like, oh, my sister or my, you know, so-and-so could use this, what we're doing. And I'm like, yeah, you can share it with them, but then let go of outcomes and expectations of what they're going to do with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So true. So thank you, Gabrielle. And I have a feeling, um, I didn't say it in yesterday's call with Meg Benedicte, but I have this sneaking suspicion that... In fall of 2018, there is going to be some kind of live event in Sedona, where I live, where you yourself, Gabriel, might be joining, and Meg, and John Burgos, and just Jill Renee Feeler, and all the other amazing, um, just amazing souls that are here um, doing this type of work. Um, I'm just putting that out there to everyone that I have I'm a feeling is going for to it. be a live everybody, event. Everybody <laughs> you've named, Jill Renee Feeler, absolutely. Adore her. Mm-hmm. 
just yeah, I caught your guys' all... I caught your guys's conversation um, <laughs> actually about a month or a couple of weeks ago, and yes. I, I loved that. <laughs> yes, this, you know it's wonderful to meet your soul your soul family. I mean it it is yes. it is so wonderful because no matter where we all live, we're not far apart. We're just and no. we meet each other, and it's like you're instantly connected and it's what we want for everybody to feel like we said you're not alone you have the universal support and for a lot of people they have that disconnect too where they're like i'm really not supported somewhere within them there's a belief feel it yeah yeah there's a belief i'm alone or i'm i'm uh, you know not connected and right and you know that's not true anymore um you wouldn't be here like so you just being here listening to this just know you are connected and we are your, well, your soul they, family. That's <laughs> it. Exactly. And you've created a soul family just with your podcast. And everybody who listens, whether they listen to this one or ten, you're still part of that soul family. And if you give permission to receive the healing, even if you're not listening to the podcast, it will still be mm. delivered. And this Absolutely. is what people have to understand. There's no limit when you're working with energy. It's fabulous. So fabulous. So I, I'm like jumping up in for joy about doing something with all of you people, all of you, because that would be fabulous. Yeah. Just that would make my heart sing because it's time. It's just time it for is. everybody to just get massive release and reclamation of who they are and their gifts because we have some powerful masters here and we're here to help that, that higher dimensional vibration settle. To, to We're here really to unleash in, the beast to move into it in a good way. Yes, <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> unleash right. your We're beast. Here. I'm, I'm gonna, there's a T-shirt. Unleash your beast in a good way. In parentheses. Um, <laughs> I like it. So I yeah, like I just it. wanted to throw I just wanted to throw that out there for the live event. I just felt it happening yesterday, and I, so I'm just starting to plant the seeds for that. And um, everyone, tomorrow, I just want to remind you to join us again at 12 o'clock Pacific with Sarah Landon. So um, another just amazing light worker, visionary, um, definitely will be invited to Sedona as well. So, so thank you, everyone. And thank you so much, Gabriel. And I just can't even wait to – I'm going to see you in Tampa, I think, in a month. So I, I'm excited for I'm that as excited. well. I'm excited. Me too. Me too. All right, everyone, thank you, and spread the love, and just know, like Gabrielle said, um, that you are a master, and now is your time, so progress, not perfection, baby steps every day, um, yeah, just one, one foot in front of the other, whether you know what the outcomes are going to be or not, it's, it's time to fly, so with that, I'm signing off and sending everyone lots of love. Bye. Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to leave us a favorable review at iTunes. And remember to visit tanyapenny.com to receive all of your favorite free expert gifts, including Tanya's virtual workshop, Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprints.